everyone, Jeff Johnson, along with Jeff Linder here to talk a little bit of hoops at you on a uh, beautiful snowy Thursday afternoon uh, in Cedar Rapids. So, Jeff, how's it going? Hawks with another convincing win last night, right? Yeah, uh, they, they've they taken care of business against the bottom teams in the Big Ten. Uh, they've done a really good job with that. Uh, Winning and winning big. Uh, I think it was 91-61 last night uh, over Wisconsin. I believe that's 27 or 28 straight wins against Wisconsin. Uh, believe it or not, I haven't lost to them since, I think, 2007. Wow. So uh, instead of on Wisconsin, I guess it's own Wisconsin, and that's what the Hawkeyes do. <laughs> Uh, good game in Indiana last week. We haven't talked since then. Um, exciting game. Just, uh, Iowa just came up a little bit short, huh? A little bit short against a really, really good team in a really good atmosphere, a good environment. You've probably been to assembly hall. So when, with, uh, in your years with the Hawks, it's, uh, it's a fun place. Yeah. So, yeah. And the big news, uh, speaking of Iowa, Indiana, uh, the rematch here is, uh, uh, February 26th. It's long since been a sellout. And uh, today uh, ESPN announced that uh, college game deal will be coming to, to Carver on the 26th. Very nice. Very nice. All kinds of nice things for uh, associated with the women's program this season. It's been, it's been something. It's been something. So uh, let's turn over to uh, the high school part of things here, Jeff. You've had a, a little bit more uh, of the postseason played so far. Um, I think you were at uh, Albernet the other night. Is that accurate? I was at Albernet uh, two nights ago and at Vinton last night. Uh, at Albernet uh, on Tuesday, uh, Jessup beat Albernet. Uh, I think it was 64 uh, 45. First, uh, first glance of, of uh, Laney Pilcher of Jessup, a uh, really nice player, a uh, good guard. I think she had 25 points and 18 rebounds and I think eight steals. So that's a, a really, uh, you know, quality line for her. Um, Albernet was without their, their, uh, their best post in Allie Olmstead. And that made a big difference. She's a really, really handy shot blocker and rebounder, but uh, uh, the other posts they have um, Lacey neighbor had uh, 20 points and 25 rebounds and the 25 rebounds were a, were a school record. So uh, she uh, most certainly did her part. Anything, uh, anything really surprising in the early going so far, and especially in the smaller school or smaller classes, um, I guess, or not really? Yeah, not, not hugely surprising. Um, on paper, Ed Coe's win over number ten El Cater Central uh, on Tuesday was a surprise, sixty-one forty-nine. West Branch, which uh, entered the uh, postseason with five wins, they're still going. They've uh, they've beaten Lisbon and, and East Buchanan on consecutive days, and kind of showing what the uh, showing the power of the River Valley North, or I'm sorry, River Valley South. So that's uh, those have been a couple things, but no, nothing um, nothing that really uh, blows your socks off. About the the bigger schools, when do they get going? What do you got coming up here? For uh, there were some kind of pigtail games yesterday in five A four A regional quarterfinals. Jefferson beat Washington bad. I think it was fifty six twenty. Marion handled Clinton, so they'll play Xavier on Saturday in a regional semi, and that's kind of where we're at there. Uh, regional semis are 
um, tomorrow in 1A and 2A, Saturday in 4A and 5A, and regional finals are Saturday in 3A. And uh, we'll uh, we'll be covering at least one of the uh, three regional semi regional finals on Saturday. Was there anything tonight that you know on nope. the girls' side? Uh, tonight was a dead night anyway. So um, for, yeah, for the from the girls' sake, uh, let her rep out there tonight. Uh, on the boys' side, there was supposed to be a, a batch of uh, class one A and two A district games, uh, semifinals. I believe we're in the round at. Uh, in in the smaller two classes, but uh, obviously most all of those have been postponed as that or as have uh, um, you know the bigger schools around here. Uh, we're supposed to have one more regular season game, and uh, those have been most all of those have been canceled uh, with the postseason coming up for three A and four A on uh, on Monday. Uh, and I guess that officially clinches Cedar Rapids Kennedy's first ever perfect regular season. Uh, they had their game tonight against Waterloo East, or its game tonight against Waterloo East uh, canceled. So, uh, Cougars accomplishing a couple of firsts this season, a first-ever regular season uh, unbeaten, and uh, first time going through the Mississippi Valley Conference on the boys' side with uh, without a loss. So uh, Yeah, and that's uh... – you know, with a tradition like they've had with the you know the championship teams in what eighty four, and did they win another one like in the late seventy? Yeah, seventy two. Yep, seventy two and eighty four. And uh, mm -hmm. talked to Jeff Rubis, who's an assistant coach uh, for this boys or for this Kennedy team, and he played on the eighty four uh, championship team. was was an all state player, and he said uh, I couldn't remember that was the year I graduated, but I couldn't totally remember it was. Uh, they lost three games that season. Um, lost uh, at Prairie, and I don't know if you remember the old gym. Well, it's still there. <laughs> the old gym at Prairie was yeah uh, about as big as my front yard, probably if that. Um, they lost there. They lost to Regis and uh, Dubuque Waller got them that in '84, the year that they ended up winning the state championship. In 1972, I talked to Larry Williams, who was. Uh, playing for Washington at that time. He's another, another assistant coach at Kennedy. And he uh, said the 72 Kennedy team, he figured lost at least five games. And then one okay. ended up, ended up uh, going on and winning a state championship. So, so Lindmar didn't beat Kennedy in 84. They just played the one time and then yeah, uh, they played they, once and then played again in the, in the sub-state game at Carver, right? Yeah. Yeah. They played once at the five, what was then the five season center um, in front of a, pretty much a sellout crowd. I remember being there. It was a double header. Uh, I want to say maybe Jeff and Wash played the first game. I might be wrong on that, but, uh, and then Kennedy and Lemore played the second game and Kennedy won that one. And then they ended up playing at uh, Carver Hawkeye arena, uh, in the sub-state final, uh, and Kennedy won, uh, to go to the state tournament that year. So, uh, yeah, that was a, a couple of years ago, a couple yeah. of years ago. But you know, and that, that was uh, you know, that was a time when um, boys basketball was really good in the metro. Uh, Kennedy was good, Lenmar was good, Regis was very good. Uh, you know more about it than I do, obviously, but uh, uh, there was some good basketball then, yeah, absolutely. And uh, going back to another time, the last metro team to go through the regular season undefeated on the boys' side was Lenmar in 2010 11. Speaking of a era where there were so many great players, that Lamar team mm -hmm. that was Marcus Page as a junior, 
Uh, and Matt Bohannon, who we all know went on to have a, a great career at UNI, he was a senior that that season. And and that was an era where there were so many D1 players uh, around town. You know, Utah, Foglesby, Washburn, uh, up and down the line. Um, so, and and Limor was was the best of them all back then mm-hmm. in, in, in 10 11. So, uh, we'll see if Kennedy, what Kennedy can do. They had a big win last Saturday night over uh, number four, West Des Moines Valley at West Des Moines Valley, uh, which was kind of a, a prove it type of game, even though Valley uh, was without its uh, its standout point guard, Curtis Tinson Jr., son of the, the former Iowa State player. He didn't play, he was injured with an ankle. So, uh, still a good win anytime you go over there and, and beat one of the big dogs in, in central Iowa. Uh, that's a statement win for Kennedy. And yeah, uh, now we'll see. Um, you know, they have about a week off before they have to play again. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see if the Cougars, uh, you know, can, can keep this perfect streak going into the, into the postseason, And, and obviously they hope into the, into the state tournament. So do, do they have much resistance in their sub-state or no? No, they, Kennedy was, you know, they, they kind of protected the top four, I'd say as best they could. Uh, I don't know if protected is the best word to use, but you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Kennedy's got a, a a path that it can negotiate itself through, and and a lot of a lot of new teams. I think there's some MAC teams in there, so uh, it's not it won't be one of those deals where they'll be playing. It'll be playing, um, you know, schools that they it's already played, you know, two three times already this season. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's interesting. Walkie Walkie Northwest Valley was basically the top eight in this week's rankings that they got top sub state seeds and in 4A and uh, N3A. And uh, it was interesting, too. You, you look at there's there's 16 sub-states in 4A, and, uh, you know, your three seeds, there are a couple of three seeds from the CIML uh, teams with losing records. And that's, you know, tells you what <laughs> what everyone thinks about the CIML. Southeast Polk, I think, is like 8 and 14 or something like that and got a three seed in one of the, one of the sub-states. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're playing – they're playing Waukee, Waukee Northwest Valley, Dowling, you know, every every game. Yeah. So just the way it worked out. And I think the association did a real nice job, Todd Tharp, of uh of putting together brackets. Not uh I know that might sound a little glad glad handing, but I thought uh, you know, he did he did a nice job in all four classes. Uh keep it in mind, of course, geography is always gonna uh is always gonna be at the forefront of, mm-hmm. of uh of what's gonna what's going on did- there. Did your committees have any say in in how they put the brackets together, or was that just a just an, a, an association thing? Yeah, no, it was just um, you know we rank. Um, they kind of used that as as their guide, um, you know, as best they could to to try and uh, you know try and protect. Again, they use that word uh, to protect those teams and and give them. Uh, uh, you know, a decent shot at, at getting to the state tournament. But uh, uh, from what I understand, now uh, we've got one more ranking, set of rankings uh, right, uh, for 3A and 4A next week. And then once those are set, 1A, 2A is already done. Uh, they're going to use those when it gets time to uh, put together brackets for the state tournament. Okay. Uh, you know, they'll take those 10 teams and that's, 
you know, if if eight, you know, eight, the eight qualifiers come from those ten teams, it'll be simple. You know, you'll you'll yeah. know your bracket right then and there. Uh, it'll all be according to to ranking, and if it doesn't uh, work out that way, then apparently uh, uh, the committee gets back together with the IHSAA, and uh, if there's you know a couple of teams that aren't ranked that make the state tournament, then I guess it's uh, uh, there's going to be a discussion on on who everyone thinks, uh, you know, it's the better of those teams. Right. The seven and the eight seed are probably yeah. or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's not like they're really creating, uh, too much there, but, uh, yeah, that's how it works. So, okay. What else you got there, Jeffrey? Oh boy. Well, uh, like I, I told you what's going on in the last, uh, couple of days of this week uh, <clears throat> with the assumption that the roads improve tomorrow. I think they will. And then uh, Monday and Tuesday, I'm sorry, Tuesday and Wednesday, we've got uh, uh, regional finals for the, uh, I think Tuesday is 5A and 4A and I believe Wednesday is 1A and 2A. So uh, we're coming down the stretch. Uh, first all conference teams came out with the Upper Iowa today. Um, the Upper Iowa, which is actually all out of teams already. Uh, they didn't even get anybody wow. into the regional semifinals. Wow. So they uh, announced their all conference teams. And um, just uh, here we go. Any guesses what you're going to have for a number of teams right now? Oh, boy. Um, Ballpark it. Um, I would say we would be doing well to have one in 5A. I'm not sure who it would be. Uh, we don't have a, a number one seed in any, any of the regionals, uh, you know, like an Iowa City West or a Liberty or a Linmar would probably have a, a chance to break through against a one seed in, in a regional final. So I would say one would be, you know, doing well in 5A. 4A, I think, uh, you know, Xavier's got a – a good shot. Uh, Clear Creek's got a chance. Decorah's got a good chance, so we could have two or three there. Uh, 3A were guaranteed two teams in either Mount Vernon or Solon and either Benton or West Liberty, and then Vinton Shellsburg goes to Grinnell. Uh, 2A, let's see, Cascade's got a good chance. Regina's got a good chance. I'd say they're a pair of favorites. Uh, 1A, I think North Lynn's pro probably a, a fairly heavy favorite to get in, and uh, uh, that might be it, uh, unless uh, somebody like a Mac Valley or a, an Ed Coke can knock off West Fork in the uh, in a substate or a regional final. So I didn't I didn't do the net math. Maybe maybe <laughs> I think we had 12 last year. Okay, and I think three of them won their first game. Okay, so it went from really really busy to not busy at all in a hurry at state last year. So um, I would say probably eight to 10. How about you? Uh, it's a lot to be determined. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, you know, I couldn't even guess. I, I, I think we'd have, uh, we might just have one in 4A, um, honestly, in Kennedy. Um, everybody else is a, uh, I'm trying to think here. I think everybody else in 4A and from our, from the Metro from Iowa city or, uh, three seeds or lower. Mm -hmm. So it would take, uh, an upset or, or two for, for us to get more than, um, you know, then Kennedy thinking Kennedy certainly would, would, uh, would get there. And 
you know, Xavier and, and Mary and uh, Xavier got put into a pretty tough sub state, even though it was uh, a, a one seed in, in, in its BA there. Uh, you know, it's uh, assumptions in there with it. Wallert's in there, Western Dubuque from the Mississippi Valley Conference. So, uh, not sure that, that Coach Mike Freeman was real pleased with, with what he saw there. Uh, Marion's going to have a tough road, obviously. Um, you know, those are 18 sub-states uh, in 3A. And, uh, you know, 2A, 1A, you, you got to figure, uh, you know, North Lynn uh, would would be a, a favorite to, to head back to Des Moines, obviously, though though it's a good Wapsie Valley team that, that it could face at, at some point here in the tournament trail. And, you know we'll have to we'll have to wait and 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 see two a. I mean there's there's a lot of uh, certainly we'll get a couple there. Uh, just a matter of who it is. Uh, you would think, uh, although uh, like Albernet, which is ranked, and uh, you know Monticello, which has been to state three years in a row, and uh, they're all kind of bunched together in one um, in one sub state with Appleton Parkersburg, which is. Uh, one of the top two, three, four teams in, in 2A. So if you uh, had to pick, if you had to point out a, a dark horse in any class or, or more than one uh, dark horse team with maybe, that maybe isn't a one seed or maybe not even a two that, you know, maybe other teams don't really aren't wild about seeing in their bracket. Who, who would you say uh, who might break through that uh, you'd call a surprise? Man, I, I look at that Mount Vernon team, Jeff, that, in three A, uh, it's in there with Marion, Vinton, Shellsburg, Western Dubuque, uh, Crestwood, Decora, um, Independence, uh, and then there's uh, Charles City, which is a real good team. But you know, Mount Vernon is here in the last month has beaten Marion, beaten Xavier, um, the other night beat Waverly Shellrock, which was ranked in the top ten. That's uh that's a team that's really dangerous. And we all know obviously the a bunch of athletes from the football team that that play um you know basketball as well. So that's that's a dangerous team. And I don't know in 4 I look at what it's Cedar Rapids Washington which has won 9 out of 10. Um you know, it's had a couple of real nice come from behind wins beat senior, Dubuque senior a couple of weeks ago. Uh, which is ranked in the top 10, beat Iowa City West last week uh, after being down like 13 or 14. Um, that's a team that's that's interesting to me just from the standpoint that it's hot, it's playing its best basketball. It's a very senior-dominated team that uh, kids that have been around and started for, for uh, you know, three years and, and four years in some case, uh, like, like Trajan Sane, uh, who's a tremendous player, just went over 1,000 points for his career. So... That's just two up top of my head, and they're right here in Lynn County that, um, you know, might be flying under the radar a little bit as uh, as we go along. So, gotcha, gotcha. So, where are, so the Thursday games, tonight's games that are being moved to Friday. I assume they're being moved to Friday. So, are there going to be some small school games tomorrow then? And in two A. District games will be tomorrow. Um, again, I assume that all the the regular season games that were supposed to be played tonight um, for the big schools will just be canceled since you know a lot, a lot of those teams will be playing right away on Monday. Um, but yeah, uh, looks like uh, 
everything tonight tomorrow goes to tomorrow and then you know monday we start ratcheting it up with uh with games pretty much every night so yeah uh, i see some games have been pushed back to uh to saturday <laughs> on the 1a side it okay looks like. so well may, yeah that maybe they're just moving those over two days you know to, to leapfrog yeah. the girls games because the northland cal wheat girls game is still down for seven o'clock tip tomorrow okay all right all right is that where you're going to be no, I'm actually uh, gonna go to Montezuma. Um, okay, I've got I've got uh, Springville, which uh, is uh, vastly better than I thought it was going to be this year. Uh, they lost about two thirds of their scoring from uh, a state tournament team last year. Lost a lot of their really good players, and here they are. They're 19 and four, uh, I believe, with kind of a, a new group, and uh, they play a 19 and three Montezuma team. Uh, tomorrow over at Montezuma. So, uh, you know, I think that'll be that. I think that's probably the best game in the area tomorrow. And uh, we're going to make the trip if, uh, if weather allows. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to hit before we, we sign off here? I would say we've probably hit it hard enough for today. Um, we can do this one more week. This time next yeah. week, we'll have uh, the girls field to be set and you'll be getting a lot closer to having, uh, you know, you'll probably be at about the sub-state semifinals or finals uh, yeah. point this time next week, won't you? Yeah, it'll be uh, – It's uh, they're pushing right through it, aren't they, Lindy? Pushing right yeah. through it. So. Pushing through it like a snowplow. <laughs> Which reminds me, I'm heading outside, so I guess I better sign off. I don't want uh, – I don't want to get yelled at, so. Yeah, that's God, always – that's good motivation. <laughs> Hey, thanks for joining us, folks. Uh, talk a little bit of uh, hoops here uh, on our weekly podcast. Uh, for Jeff Linder, this is Jeff Johnson saying thank you. Thank you for following and reading us and uh, reach out to us anytime. We love to communicate with you. Everybody have a good week and uh, we'll talk at you next week. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.